0: Justin, it is the Martini Meeting time. Oh, that sounds good. Martini Meeting with Gina Tremarco and usually Eileen Soizan, but she is um, out making money um, so I guess that means <laughs> I'm not And instead we have Meg Carter here with us as our co-host Who is a fabulous, um, our buzzword today is arts entrepreneur um, She's a jewelry maker And she is the co-host today when we're going to talk about um, running an artistic related business Welcome Meg Hi Gina, how are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me today. You are so welcome. Um, it is tradition that we start out the show by having a little toast, a little cheers with our little. Uh, today is, I got I got to be careful with the laptop. Yes. Today is pomegranate martini. So very good. Little clink clink. Cheers. If, if Dustin didn't have to work so hard, he'd be drinking with us. He's retending. <laughs> it's very good. Um, how's that taste? Did you? I don't know if you tasted it. I, I didn't. You might want to, you'll, you'll feel better if you do. Very good. Awesome. <laughs> so today we are talking about something that is really um, near and dear to my heart, which would be being in an arts-related business, being an mm-hmm. entrepreneur in an arts-related business. So that's why I wanted to have you on the show today, because you do the same thing. And as much as I know about you, I don't know a lot about you. I know uh-huh. you make awesome jewelry. Thank and you. you're so welcome. And so I wanted to, first, let's get to know you a little bit. If you could tell us a little bit about your business, what your business is called, and what you do.
1: Sure. My business is Made by Meg Genuine Sea Glass Jewelry, and I make sterling silver jewelry out of sea glass that's found on the beach. And a lot of people have never heard of sea glass before, so let me just explain what it is briefly. Awesome. Sea glass is glass that was a normal object, just like a martini glass, and ended up in the ocean one way or another and is naturally tumbled by the waves until it washes up on shore after decades of tumbling, and it's a smooth, smoothed-out piece of glass. That's oh, wow. very beautiful. It comes in all different colors, obviously, because anything that you can think of that's glass ends up as sea glass. And I find it on the beach or... My parents actually find a lot of the glass for me, and they collect it, and I make jewelry out of it. And I sell it in a bunch of different locations and then online. Um, In case anyone's online wants to check out my website, it's madebymeg.net, and you can see more about me and my jewelry there. I've been running my business. Next week will actually be my two-year anniversary.
0: Wow, you know what? What next year's my two-year anniversary?
1: Next, next, next week, next week, yeah, uh-huh. November second. Mine's November sixth. <gasps> Congratulations! Our businesses are two years old. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> still, <laughs> still toddlers, but <laughs> still
0: babies. That's what I say. I was I was telling actually my attorney this um, the other day. Um, I'm like, well, you know, you're I was saying to him, I'm like, your business is still young. I'm like, I still think of myself in startup phase. He's like, it's four years for me. It's not a startup anymore. I'm like, well, I think, you know, when you're still four and five years old, you're still recreating yourself. You're, you're still Every looking day. at, you know, what works, what doesn't work. And so I still think of myself as in startup phase. Mm-hmm. It feels like yesterday.
1: Well, I think in any business, you're, you're always in a startup kind of environment. I think you have to be because everything changes and evolves, and you need mm-hmm. to move with the times and what works and what doesn't. What works one year might not work for you the next year. Great. <laughs> every
0: every business owner should take note of that, or anybody running somebody else's business. I think you you always need to be evolving. You yeah. can't get complacent because
1: that's when you go out of business. Exactly, people get stuck in their ways and they they don't want to move on or try new things. And that's that's what keeps a business going mm-hmm. is trying new experiences and locations and things like that. I'm always changing up things. I, every event I do or. Um, show that I go to I learn something and take something from each show and then look to try something new the next time Mm -hmm. that maybe didn't work that time right oh that's great
0: very 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 smart I uh (laughs) I I think we need applause for that one again because that (laughs) I I gotta thank you thank you Justin (laughs) I think that's really important I really that's that's huge what What got you interested? I'm mean, like I never even knew what sea glass was. I didn't realize that, and I love the way you say it. it tumbles for decades. Yeah, <laughs> I never even realized that there was such a thing as sea glass and that it ends up in the mm-hmm. sea and tumbles. Yeah, Mother, and
1: Mother Nature does all the work, really. It's just found on the beach just like you would find seashells. And I became interested in the ocean as as a young child and always was collecting things. And had a collection from when I was younger. And then I was reintroduced to it by someone that um, commissioned me to make some wire-wrapped sea glass for mm-hmm. them. And I enjoyed it so much after doing it for her that I I said, you know, I want to make some, some of my own designs. So I did that. And then my mom's like, oh, can I have some pieces? So I made some for my mom and, you know, sister in law sister. And then it was my mom's friends that were interested. And then it evolved and snowballed into what it is now two years later wow and and were you doing jewelry before that no i actually i went to coastal carolina university and graduated with a degree in painting i've always been interested in the arts i was an art major and um i started a mural business a while back and that was my first business that i started and I, i really enjoyed that but I got lonely (laughs) doing paintings by myself (laughs) and wanted to do something different. And um, in the meantime, before I uh, started doing my jewelry, I worked for a fire alarm company as a CAD drafter, designing fire alarm systems, which which is a far cry from jewelry. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I got a little sleepy. Yes, it's it's quite a change, but I... um, I still enjoyed that. It was still kind of an artistic outlet because it was a visual job, but wasn't really what I aspired to do um, for the rest of my life. And who knows if this is going to be the rest of my life? But I, I'm really loving what I do now. So, so you were collecting. You were
0: always into collecting sea glass, mm-hmm. which now I'm fascinated by because <laughs> now I'm like I feel like I need to go look for it's some. It's
1: very addicting. Is it it's easy generally. to Is it easy to find? If you know where to go, that's that's the thing. Um, here in Myrtle Beach that you really can't find much sea glass it's once in a blue moon but there are other locations throughout the world actually that um, you can find lots of sea glass most of my collection is from the Chesapeake Bay area which is a heavy boat traffic area and the currents and everything are driven to oh wow be able to tumble the glass and wash it up on shore whereas the area here isn't really prone to that
0: that is really neat and so you you said your mom and dad sometimes,
1: yes. Do they live in that area? No, they live up in North Carolina, but they're very supportive and retired, and they they enjoy helping me, and they're so supportive.
0: And if they're not finding glass, can you buy the glass then to do your own jewelry or? There
1: there are some ways that you can purchase it, um, but you go and kind of hand. Yeah,
0: yeah. Do you go like on? Most. Do you go like on like? I don't know expeditions. I get. I don't know what the word. Was yeah, there, like, like
1: for example, last winter my family we went on a cruise, and one of the ports of call was Puerto Rico, and I had done my re- research before we got there to find out if there were beaches that tend to have sea glass there because I had heard that there were, and we found a beach, right on right off of walking distance from the cruise ship, and. Six of us went, and we did our own excursion, and we ended up finding probably about 10 pounds of glass that day. Wow. Yeah, so if you know the right beaches to go to... And then, you, and then you stock up, and you have that inventory. Exactly, yeah. I have hundreds of pounds of sea glass that at That is so... I yeah. want to come
0: over and <laughs> you that can. is so cool. And so then you got into this creating it, mm-hmm. making jewelry, doing this wire jewelry, uh, and someone just asked you to make a piece, and it just went like that.
1: Yeah, there was more to it. I mean, wearing it and then what really sparked my my business was I was going to Curves, the workout mm-hmm. for, you know, women. And which is actually more of a social thing than a workout thing. Yeah, I, I never found. sweat when <laughs> I went there. <laughs> was, I, I didn't lose any weight going I, to Curves. I made great great friends <laughs> there though. It was it was really fun. And when I was there, You know, we would talk about what we're doing during the day and and all these things. And I I brought up to some of the ladies there, you know, this jewelry that I was making and whatnot. And one of them said, well, let me ask the owner if maybe you could do like a little showing here at Curves. Hmm. And I thought that was a great idea. I was like, you know, if this might have potential to turn into something, this would be a good trial run to see if, you know, there's anything there. So I made a couple hundred pieces, and I put up some signs and curves, and that was November 6th, two years ago. Wow. And it, it went fantastic. I mean, maybe 12 ladies showed up, but I, w- I was astounded. at. In what was really exciting was that there was some women that weren't people that I was friends with. So they were interested, based on the posters, that it was something kind of neat, and they wanted to check it out. And then from there, I, I said, all right, this, this might have potential. So I uh, made some more pieces, and I signed up for a craft show and did that. And then that went really well. And so I just kept trying new things and different things. And then after a year of craft shows and an online store, I then said, you know what? I think I can leave my job. And that's what I did.
0: That was going to be my next question. Um I'm always fascinated by that too. did you just jump out there or were you working and 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 fell into it slowly over time?
1: What it was is that it was it was really a a time issue there was there's only only so much time in the day oh and <laughs> I, <didn't know. laughs> I think every pre- entrepreneur <laughs> has has the enemy of time and I would come home from my full time job at the fire alarm company and I would be making jewelry. I would be making tags. I would be doing inventory. And then it eventually got to a point where I this I just I'm working full two-time jobs, two full-time jobs. And I was making enough that I I figured, all right, this is worth a shot. And I didn't dive. What I did is I stepped into the pool instead mm-hmm. of diving. Okay. I, I use the steps. So, like I said before, I, you know, did a trial run at Curves, and I s- found that that worked and then moved on from there. I well, We, like, have the similar
0: paths. I think mm-hmm. the, you know, and if there's anybody out there that is thinking about starting a business or recently started a business and they want to share any thoughts with us on the chat, please do. Um, you can hear womentalksocial.com um, and our number is 914-338-1186 um, if you want to call in. Uh, but when we, we're we going to get ready to go to a break and when we come back I want to talk a little bit more about that stepping into the pool as opposed to diving mm-hmm. into the pool. And, and I think there's no right or wrong way. Me personally, I like to ease... Into things. Me too. Um, so when we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit more about being in an arts related business. Again, give us a chat on HearWomenTalkSocial.com or give us a call 914 338 1186. Dustin, take us to break. We need another martini. <laughs>
2: Hi, this is Judy Collins from Judy's House of Oldies, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio on the Zeus Radio Network. Hi, this is Jessica Doravage, host of the Where's My Guru Show.
0: Join us Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Hear Women Talk.
3: Hello, race fans. This is Jeff Gilder, creator of racersreunion.com. When you're in Myrtle Beach, check out my favorite, the Caravelle Resort. The Caravelle Resort has a golf department and concierge with golf privileges at virtually every course on the Grand Strand, including the coveted Dunes Club.
2: And ladies, pamper yourself with Caravelle's Studio Spa. Hi folks, this is Private investigator Vicki Childs, host of the Vicki Childs Show on Hear Women Talk Radio. How safe is your cell phone? Is someone listening to all your calls or reading your text messages? How about your computer? Is someone watching all your keystrokes or do you... Want to know what your child, your employee, or your spouse are doing on a computer or cell phone? If you need computer or cell phone forensics, do what I do. Talk to Steve Abrams at abramsforensics.com. Steve is a highly respected and skilled forensics expert as well as an attorney. Contact Steve Abrams for a free 15-minute consultation at abramsforensics.com. That's abramsforensics.com. Or click on the Abrams Forensics banner ad on Hear Women Talk and use promo code a H- Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Donna. Join us Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern right here on (laughs) hearwomentalk.com.
3: This is Paul Trulove on Zeus Radio Network for hearwomentalk.com.
0: back to the Martini meeting on Aziz Radio for ShareWomenTalk.com. Uh, today we have Meg Carter in the studio with us talking about being an arts entrepreneur. That is the uh, phrase of the day and that is near and dear to my heart because I do feel I'm also an arts definitely, entrepreneur. Definitely a form of art. Form of art. Um, and we were, before the break we were talking about stepping into the pool when you start a business as opposed to jumping in let's say jumping into the ocean without a life jacket and you stepped in Mm -hmm. kind of and and i feel like i did kind of the same thing because i'd lost my job and i was doing this improv thing as this little improv social thing like oh Mm -hmm. i'll teach a class and see what happens well, and I had no intention of turning it into a business. Uh-huh. I mean, like, not a business I was going to do every day. It was kind of a, I needed it to kind of balance me out because I hated my job. Mm-hmm. So you started with friends. I started with friends. I'm like, you
1: will take my class and pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> that, and that's a, that's a <laughs> great way to start, too, because I started with a group of people that I knew. And that helped me with, you know, nerves. and because Oh, Yeah you as an artist you're totally you're putting yourself out there and your friends aren't going to laugh to your face but you know behind your back maybe <laughs> but not to your face yeah but i mean they're going to re- they're going to support you regardless right. but it's when you really know that something's working is when people that Aren't required, not family and friends, mm-hmm. but people that aren't required to support you start supporting you. Right, right. That's that's the, a huge part of it. That's an
0: aha moment.
1: Oh, definitely. That is like,
0: wow. People think what I am doing is really cool.
1: Yeah, you could, I didn't
0: expect that. Yeah, you
1: kind of have like a, a, an epiphany moment. Like I, I recently got an email from a friend, and he used the line. He said. It's not every day that you can say that you know a successful entrepreneur. And he was talking about me. He was talking to me. And that line just made me open my eyes. I was like, wait a second. He said successful. That, that means he thinks I'm successful. And wait a second. I am. <laughs> I've, I've been away from my job for a year now, and I didn't crash and burn. Mm-hmm. And you kind of hit this point that you know, okay, this works, and now what do I do to make it better? You know,
0: I, I completely relate to that because I, too, got an email one day mm-hmm. from somebody who said, wow, you're my role model. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow. Wow. You just don't look at yourself like, like that, right? Uh-huh. It's like that. Okay, the e- the email was from Meg <laughs> <laughs> to me. <laughs> That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, a lot of what I do is about that intrinsic value that I get for myself
1: mm-hmm. for what
0: I do. Like, I really enjoy what I do. I really enjoy watching people's lives change through improvisational training It doesn't feel like a job it doesn't feel like a job and 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 I never expected to have that takeaway I never expected to feel so good about what I was doing like I didn't know that that was going to happen like watching people's lives change and then and then people saying those things like you're a role model and it's and it's happened a few times where I'm like that just feels really weird Mm -hmm. stop saying that (laughs) But you look at you know if you can inspire other people.
1: Oh yeah,
0: isn't that what it's all about at the end of the day? Because mm-hmm. we, I don't know about you, but I'm not getting rich um, at this time. But <laughs> that, that that's another show. It's
1: <laughs> <laughs> so a whole other show. How we'll to do that one in a few years. Yeah, how to get rich
0: <laughs> in the arts? Um, but I think it comes down to quality of life. You know, why do we do what we do? Why Definitely. Why do you do what you do? Like what inspires you? to continue what you're doing.
1: I think this, the satisfaction of... I, I get really excited when I'm out somewhere. I was at a networking thing at a, at a bar a few weekends ago, and I saw someone walk in that I didn't know, never met before, and she had on a piece of my jewelry.
0: <gasps> That's that, awesome.
1: That is just a fantastic feeling. That and is it, cool. It, you, can't, you can't gain that without you know you've made it and you're you're out there doing it you know and um that really keeps me going and uh, i love my family is huge in supporting me like i said my parents collect the glass for me and they they enjoy that and i've had such a support system and they, they really keep me going, too, as sappy as that sounds. But <laughs> it's the truth. It's as sappy. There's no way I could have gotten to where I am if it weren't for my family and friends that have supported me. And, you know, the, one of my friends was my first online
2: sale, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know,
1: and he knew how much that meant to me. And he That's cool. That That's huge when you have people out there that support you and are there for you, that that makes a huge difference.
0: A- absolutely. and Because and, um, they're going to be your biggest supporters. At mm-hmm. the same time, they can also sit down and go, you know, I don't think that's working for you mm-hmm. or I don't think that's such a great idea. And as hard as it is to hear that sometimes, only your friends are, or your family are going to tell, mm-hmm.
4: tell you that.
0: And someone's got to tell you that. And all they care about is you being happy and, yeah. and you being successful at what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my very first students uh, was Jessica Duravage, who has her own show on Hear Women Talk called Where's My Guru? And <laughs> it's basically like, please take my class <laughs> and pay for it. Um, and that, that's a whole other topic, the whole paying for things. Like, mm-hmm. I, I really, truly believe, and it's one thing I've learned in the last few years, that when you give things away for free, people don't always value it,
4: mm-hmm.
0: even your friends. Sometimes they're going to take it take you more seriously if yeah. you go I need you to pay me. Uh-huh.
1: Then they're like, "Oh, she's she's serious about <laughs> this. She wants money." Yeah. Have you run into that? Here and there. I mean, I I tried a marketing strategy um recently. I and I find ideas all over the place for things I want to try, I get these crazy ideas all the time, but I was wanting to make ice cream this summer, and I was looking through my Ben and Jerry's cookbook, and at the beginning of the cookbook, they had their story, and I was like, oh, that's, you know, interesting. I wanted to see how they got started. Them being entrepreneurs at one point, I mean, huge, now they're this huge company, but they started their business when they were first in Vermont. They gave away ice cream. Yes, they gave it away all the time, um, which they still do to this day for holidays like Mother's Day. That if your are you're a mom expecting, you get free ice cream. They they do that every once in a while. You'll see you know yeah. promotions for it and whatnot. But they did that a lot when they first started, just to get the Absolutely. word of mouth. You know, and I'm part of a networking group here in town, and I I decided that I. I had tried regular advertising. Was that the
0: Coastal Power Women? Yes.
1: I missed that meeting where you gave away <laughs> jewelry. Yes. I missed that meeting. Uh, well, <laughs> I'll take care of that for you. <laughs> but um, I, I decided that I wouldn't give that a shot and see see what it brought back. I had tried regular advertising in magazines and didn't really see any Amen. in that. And yeah. And I didn't see anything from it, so I, you know, I, just like we were saying before, you know, something doesn't work, you got to try something else. Mm-hmm. So I figured, all right, well, I'll give this a try. I gave every single person in, in the meeting that day a pendant. I gave them a free pendant, and they were all very appreciative. And I said, well, you know, don't say thank you to me. Your your thank you is wear it and promote me. Absolutely. <laughs> that that will be a, wear a it great every thank day. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And um, I can't honestly say that I, I have any direct turnout from that that I know of. I mean, there might be someone who's gone to my site because because of it, but mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I haven't. I can't track back anything specifically, which is something that I love to do.
4: Mm-hmm. Find
1: out how someone found out about me and how they you know evolved to purchase something from me is, is oh. always interesting. And again, very smart.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean that is that is very very huge to look at. You know what are what you're doing? Is it paying it off for you?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't. And we were talking about that a little bit before the show started. That I don't think. Well, I know a lot of artists don't do that.
1: Yeah, the, and th- that's something we were gonna touch on is that, like the comparison between a regular entrepreneur and an entrepreneur that's an artist mm-hmm. and there there really is a huge difference because not only, just to use me as an example, not only do I have to be a salesperson, a marketer, an inventory specialist, accountant, mm-hmm. I have to make 100% of my product. Right. And, and still be artistic. You have to be it, yeah. left
0: and right-brained simultaneously.
1: Yeah, which, which isn't easy. And um, it, it's kind of sad sometimes to think about how Probably only 25% of my time is actually ma- making mm-hmm. jewelry. I know. And, but luckily, you know, we've, my husband and I make all of my business decisions, and we're getting to the point where we're talking about, you know, maybe maybe we need to bring in something so I can m- make more jewelry because the marketing and everything doesn't mean anything if I don't have any jewelry to sell. Oh, I know. <laughs> I just had this
0: same discussion with my significant other this afternoon. I'm like, God, I've just spent three hours on administrative stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, that's not generating revenue. Like, you have to really be in that mindset of, Mm -hmm. am I focused on generating revenue? Um, We'll be going to a break soon, I can tell by the clock, but before I get that that signal... um, I want to talk about when we come back because it's too deep of a subject to get into in the next two minutes but as a entrepreneur an entrepreneur did you go through a a process of creating a business plan um
1: no (laughs) (laughs) oh that was easy I'll talk more about that
0: though (laughs) you know I want to talk about the importance of not just for the arts entrepreneur but any entrepreneur uh, creating that business plan having that vision what's your mission going forward um And having kind of a road map, or are you like me who keeps the road map in your head (laughs) and then has to check in with your head to make sure you didn't go off the road um, or too far off the road? So when we come back from this next break, we're going to talk a little bit about the actual planning of a business, an arts-related business.
1: Or lack thereof.
0: Or lack thereof. um, You're listening to The Martini Meeting on Zeus Radio for hearwomentalk.com. Thanks for listening.
3: My name's Jesse Jordan with Further Faster Initiatives, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio. Hello, race fans. This is Jeff Gilder, creator of racersreunion.com. When you're in Myrtle Beach, check out my favorite, the Caravel Resort. The Caravel Resort has a golf department and concierge with golf privileges at virtually every course on the Grand Strand, including the coveted Dunes
2: Club. And ladies, pamper yourself with Caravel's Studio Spa. When you're in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, home of Zeus Broadcast Network, and hear women talk, there's a wonderful adventure that you should try, Carolina Safari Jeep Tours.
3: Go to www.carolinasafari.com and check out Carolina Safari. Mention, hear women talk, and get a discount from Carolina Safari Jeep Tours.
2: See another side of Myrtle Beach. Get wild with wildlife. Explore history, nature, and mystery on a Carolina Safari Jeep Tour we Tonight, take an adventure on the Myrtle Beach Ghost Walk. Explore the haunted swamps where alligators and the ghosts from long ago still reside. Stroll across floating walkways beneath the Spanish moss as your pirate guide leads you by lantern and shares 13 spooky tales along the way. The Ghost Walk departs nightly at dusk, only at barefoot landing in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Call 843-361-2700 or visit MyrtleBeachGhostWalk.com for advance tickets. The Myrtle beach ghost walk. Hi, this is Michelle with La Bellamy Vineyard. You're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio and the Zeus Radio Network.
0: Welcome back to the Martini Meeting on Juice Radio for talkcom I'm Gina Tremarco, and with us today is Meg Carter, another fantastic arts entrepreneur. And, um, yeah, the show's halfway over. Meg's like, I can't believe it's halfway over <laughs> already. I know. We go through this every show. Um, before we dive back in, I just wanted to um, tell Meg on the chat, is your husband? Mm-hmm. And he says... Hi, John. Hi, John. And she, and he says, the business plan wasn't 100 pages back in front, but I wanted to remind Meg of her goals, in quotes, goals sheet, that she revisited after one year of business.
1: Yes, I did. I a long time ago, when I, f- I was probably maybe two months into my business, and I took a piece of paper and I wrote down what I wanted to accomplish in that year. And... I I wrote down, I'm trying to remember some of the things on there, but anyway, I I wrote them down, and then at the end of the year, I went back and I looked at it, and I read it to John, and tears started streaming down my face, because not only had I met most of them, a majority of them I had exceeded. And they were, you know, I wanted to do a certain number of craft shows. And I wanted to be in a certain number of stores that carried my jewelry. And I, I was so unbelievably proud of myself. I couldn't believe that I was able to do that. And if anyone wants to see that list, I actually <laughs> blogged about it. It's, <laughs> it's on my blog. It's the very first blog post, I believe. And um, that, was, that was really cool to go back and look, look at that. And I, th- I think that's a great... That, that almost worked for me better than a business mm-hmm. plan because to make that list and then go back and revisit it was really inspiring to myself.
0: That's that's neat. And, you know, when we say business plan, to, to John's point, you know, it doesn't have to be 100 pages. Um, and it depends on the situation. I think I started out a business plan because my landlord... Wanted to see one. <laughs> you know, as a new business, taking a, yeah. l- a space and, and diving into that, they wanted to see what my intentions were. and And if you were to go, because um, they want to know how viable you're going to be to their, you
2: mm-hmm. know, because
0: we did something crazy. We built a theater and a mall. And they want to know, like, what can you bring to the table? Similarly, if, if I want to go to the bank and get a loan to grow the business then the bank's going to want it. Like, you have no choice. You Mm -hmm. have to show a business plan in that situation. But if you're not doing a business plan, I think having that goal sheet, what do I want to accomplish this year? Yeah. What things do I want to try? Revisit it. Like, I should be revisiting mine. (laughs) Revisit it and go, okay, what do we do going forward? How do we plan going forward? Mm -hmm. And one thing I've learned, you know, I've run other people's businesses, and I've had to do business plans and financial projections and Uh all of that. And I could do it in my sleep. But then coming to your own business, it gets a little more difficult because you're doing a million things. You're doing everything.
1: Yeah, I think the main reason why I never wrote out an actual business plan is because I figured, well, that's going to take time. And (laughs) I don't have time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. But at the same
0: time, it could almost cost you if you don't have some sort of
2: Mm -hmm. roadmap,
0: if you have no... Clue what you're gonna what you're gonna be doing, mm-hmm. going forward. Like what customers are you going after? What revenue streams are you going after? Um, and again, time and time, I, I, again, I've run into those situations with other artists who, a don't know how to do it, don't know how to don't even know how to sell their pieces, mm-hmm. don't know how to price, don't know how to market them, don't know how to get clients.
1: Oh yeah, there's there's tons of things that as an artist you have to, or any sales business for that matter that you have to look at different things to be successful and um, I've learned so much in the last two years just about craft shows and ha- how to market myself and things like that and I something that I'm actually considering doing is writing a book because i get emails all the time from <laughs> from people who are asking i want i want to do what you do meg how how do yeah. i do it what do, where do i start how did you start people ask me that all the time i got an email from someone the other day who makes jewelry and he he said i i'm looking into getting something patented or copywritten. what do, what do i do do you, have you looked into that you know people ask me these kinds of questions all the time and there's there's a huge Market of people out there that need to know this stuff because I see people at craft shows all the time, and I I wish I could just grab them and say, N- You need to do this, you're doing this wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've, run, I've run into that too, and I've, I've
0: almost gotten sucked into it, like
1: mm-hmm.
0: because I want to help everybody.
1: Oh, yeah, because sure. I want them
0: all to succeed. Like, oh, you've got a passion, I want you to succeed. Mm-hmm. But then you get like sucked up into it, and you're like, There are days when I'm like, Okay, I only do two meetings a month to kind of do this pro bono, let me sit down and help you, because uh-huh. it would suck up all my time
4: mm-hmm.
0: if I did it constantly. And I'm like, I, same thing, I could write a book. And then I'm like, or I could start a consulting business. <laughs> they could pay me. <laughs> yeah. Which which leads me to revenue streams. As an artist, as an arts entrepreneur, what what is some of your success? Are there other things that you do? You know, besides selling jewelry, are there other revenue streams that you're looking at to continue to
2: grow your business?
1: I am actually considering a second jewelry business that I'm planning. I have the whole idea in my head, of course, and <laughs> um, very few people know about it. But everyone I've told says it's going to be it, that was that's fantastic. Do it. Okay. And it's just so you tell know, us. I, it, it's it's under wraps. It's going to. Okay. I. I've decided that I'm not going to launch it until those website's done and it's okay. all wonderful. And, but it, it doesn't have anything to do with Glass, but it's a, it's a second jewelry line that's completely unrelated because I think I need to keep myself... Diversified? Th- exactly. To have something to kind of switch back and forth because... Um, and that, that's one of my recommendations as an art, art artist entrepreneur is that you need to love what you do and if... Ah. If you need to be diverse into you know sticking to the same thing but kind of mixing it up you need to you need to do that. You need to know when you're you're needing to try different things.
0: I think that's key. You have to love you have to absolutely love
1: what you're doing. Yes, to do it. Definitely. You you have to want it bad. You have to <laughs> <laughs> you have to n- be able to pour your whole heart and soul into a business if you want to own your own business and you have to know that 10 years down the road 15 30 years down the road you're still going to be 100 percent into it because it's your life and you know that i mean i live and breathe sea glass jewelry that's that's what I dream about. I didn't, had I had a dream the other night <laughs> that I I found this beautiful beach with all these pieces of <laughs> all colorful sea glass. And I literally dream about it. You're like utopia. <laughs> you, you yeah. I was really upset when I woke up. <laughs> but you you have to love it and you have to want it. I um just a quick story. I, I'm
0: I was like laughing at myself this morning because I'm such a workaholic. My cell phone is programmed to go off at a certain time every morning, kind of like my little alarm. What I've been doing now is I've been keeping it in my office, my home office, Mm -hmm. so that when it goes off, I have to leave the bedroom and walk to the other side of the house to turn it off. (laughs) Dustin's laughing. I like, and I go through this every morning. I'm like, why do I do this to myself? Why do I have to get up and go turn (laughs) off? Yeah, (laughs) it's horrible. So I get up to go turn. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna turn it off, go back to bed. And I get up and I turn off. I'm like, well, let me just check what's going on on Facebook. And next (laughs) thing you know, right, Dustin, I'm sitting, (laughs) sitting at my desk, like. Half dressed. I'm not even tell you what I'm wearing. <laughs> and like two hours goes by. I'm like, what? <laughs> what happened? It's seven o'clock. It's now nine. <laughs> yeah. When did that happen to me?
1: Yeah, that can happen. <laughs> I know the feeling. You know, or I get
0: crazy emails. You know, like at six in the morning from people named Petra, who's on the chat. You know. Um, Shout out to Petra, because she does a lot to help me. Um, So thank you, Petra. Um, But you really have to love what you do. And my friend Eileen said to me, would you be willing to do it for free? Mm Mm-hmm. Right? So that's your instant reaction. Would you be willing to do it for free? And if you are, that means you have a passion for it.
1: Yeah. That's, That's a good question to ask yourself. And... Yeah, and I've never really thought about that before, but I, yeah, I would consider myself in that right. that category.
2: I think it's a great Because I don't, test I don't really think
1: I don't really think about the money. You know, I think exactly. about you know what design can I do next, exactly. and I you know I think about different colors sea glass. I don't think about how much was that piece. Did I did I get paid for that yet? I don't really. That just kind of comes with it, you know. Right. And I've had those moments. And I don't know if
0: you've had them, where. You know, you go through all that. You don't think about the money. It's like you're just trying to get invoices out and things created and and plans made for clients, and the next thing, you know, I go to, like, pay bills, and I'm like, where would all that money come from? Yeah. How do I have money in my checking account?
1: Yeah. My husband yells at me all the time because he, he says, you don't know how much you even have in your account, do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, God, no. No. no, I, just, no I just check
2: it before I write a check. Can I pay this bill? <laughs>
1: I have no yeah, idea of anything I, balances. I think that is a very good question to ask yourself if you would do it for free. Mm-hmm. I like that.
0: That's a good one. So if you're interested in starting a business, ask yourself that question. So with all that being said, have you run into this situation of a burnout factor like you're, you're, like, around the clock with, like, 80% of your time spent on things that you don't really love in the business to do mm-hmm. the 20% that you love. And how do you keep yourself replenished and going and motivated and, and inspired and not getting burnt out from the business aspect?
1: That's tough. I, I needed a, a pick-me-up when um, recently I was just like, you know, you – it's, it's still a job, and although I love it, you know, sometimes you just need to kind of step back and refresh, and I went to the North American Seaglass Festival in Cape Cod just a few weeks ago, and after I left, I was like, oh, I can't wait to get back to my studio, and that was good to kind of just give me a pick-me-up. I, just got a new studio and something that I want to do while I'm, I'm decorating my new studio. And I did a blog post about how I wanted to do a whole wall of inspirational quotes. And I asked on Facebook, I asked on my blog for different people to give me quotes that they you know, what inspires you? What kinda quote? And I did a Google search, you know, and I came up I came up with a list of like a hundred different quotes. And I'm gonna put those all on one of my walls to just remind myself every day, you know, I'm living the dream. This is this is what I love and I get to do it and get paid for it. That's that's huge. You get to work.
0: Like right, like I've heard that before, like I get to go to work.
4: Mm-hmm. I Instead mean,
0: of I have to go right. to work. It's kinda sick when I'm going to bed at 2 a.m. <laughs> that alarm goes off, and I'm back at the desk at seven. Yeah, I mean that's a little. You have to really <laughs> love what you're doing. Yeah. To be doing that and not lose the passion for it. Mm-hmm. Well, we're getting ready to take another break. Okay. I know. Can you believe it goes by <laughs> so fast? Jonathan, let us know how she's doing. Uh, if you want to chat back to us, <laughs> I just throw that out for you. Um, when we come back, we're going to wrap up the show. Talk a little bit more about. Um, what you think, Meg, it takes to be a successful arts entrepreneur. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Thanks for listening to the Martini Meeting on Zeus Radio for herewomentalk.com.
1: Hi, this is Jessica Dorvaj,
0: host of the Where is My Guru show, and you are listening to Hear Women Talk
1: Radio. The definition of guru is to lead from darkness to light, and one who is regarded as having great knowledge, wisdom, and authority in a certain area, and who uses it to guide others.
0: Join us on Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Where is My Guru show, where gurus from the areas of art, travel, creative activism, wellness, and the spa share their infinite wisdom and maybe a glass of wine. Fridays at three PM
2: right here on Hear Women Talk Radio. Hi folks, this is Private Investigator Vicky Childs, host of the Vicki Childs show on Hear Women Talk Radio. How safe is your cell phone? Is someone listening to all your calls or reading your text messages? How about your computer? Is someone watching all of your keystrokes or do you want to know what your child, your employee, or your spouse are doing on a computer or cell phone. If you need computer or cell phone forensics, do what I do. Talk to Steve Abrams at abramsforensics.com. Steve is a highly respected and skilled forensics expert as well as an attorney. Contact Steve Abrams for a free 15-minute consultation at abramsforensics.com. That's abramsforensics.com. Or click on the Abrams Forensics banner ad on Hear Women Talk and use promo code A. H-W-T. That's
3: galore visit our store at 4822 highway 17 at barefoot landing we have the largest source of hats in the greater grand strand area tilly stetson indiana jones wallaroo top hats mad hatter derbies felts fedoras cowboy golfer driver life is good we carry a large selection of women's fashion hats as well as red hat society hats we also have an assortment of umbrellas canes and walking sticks hats galore located at barefoot landing in North Myrtle Beach. We are the best source for hats in the Grand Strand area. Hats galore at barefoot.com.
2: Hi, this is Judy Collins from Judy's House of Oldies, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio on the Zeus Radio Network. (laughs)
0: Welcome back to the Martini Meeting on Aziz Radio for ShowandTalk.com with uh, Gina Schmucko and Meg Carter talking about arts entrepreneurs. We are um, going to be wrapping up the show. This is our final segment. It goes by so fast. It nice. does. Do you feel better? Yes. I know it's always people come in and are like, oh my god, I I've never done yeah. this before. It's just having martinis. Yeah. And talking business. Yeah. It's easy. It's just that simple. And then by like by the time you get halfway through the martini, it's like we got to go. Yeah. Let's talk it's some more. It's sad. But um, during the break, we were talking about um, why some entrepreneurs
1: fail. Yes. And you, you wanted to touch on that a little bit. Well, preparing for this today, I, I kind of thought about some different things that we might touch upon. And this is one that I I found myself thinking about. And I I was trying to figure out why I think I've so-called, you know, in quotes, succeeded and why some people out there that try to start an art business do not. And I think the biggest thing about the difference between an art business and just a regular sales, direct sales business, and that's the the purchaser wants to know the artist. Mm -hmm. They want to know who you are. And if they don't gather that or they gather that and they don't like it, (laughs) then... You're not going to succeed because you need to get yourself out there. People want to know who they're buying from. And that's why I, I use many online tools to let people know who I am, what I'm about. I have a blog that I write, and I, I'm getting better about blogging regularly. And I actually have a following, which really shocks me. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know that there were actually people out there. Um, reading my blog, and when I, I have gone I through your blog, <laughs> when
0: I because I wanted to see the engagement ring you made for oh, somebody, which I yes. thought was like, I'm like I need to read that. That is so cool! <laughs> what a cool concept! Sea glass engagement ring. Yeah,
1: that was cool. Was it engagement or wedding? It was engagement ring. That was cool, and the wedding band. Yeah, it was cool. But yeah, I blogged about that. But I, I when I was at that sea glass festival, I I met someone, and I was just talking to her. She commented on my jewelry, and I. Introduce myself I gave her my card And as soon as she saw my card my, And my logo She said oh, You're Meg And I was just like <laughs> Uh I I Yeah, I'm Meg. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, you just got a new studio, and you have the circle window in your studio. Oh, I love that. And (laughs) your husband just (laughs) left the tile floor, and and she's going on and on and on. I was like, I feel like a celebrity. And, you know, someone that I don't know, I just met, and who knew all about me because of my blog. Now, there's got to be customers out there who read that and find out who I am. You know, like, they can see pictures of the studio that their piece of jewelry that they want to purchase was made in. You're building up a... A it's like you're building a brand exactly and you know it's not just a it's not a machine behind the piece of jewelry mm-hmm. whereas if you went to a you know another store it might be but if you're buying a handmade product to know the person behind it is is really important
0: yeah and we started to talk about that a little bit at the break about you know, when is it time to let other people be the face for you? Because the only way you can grow, you know, and it, and it depends on what you want to do. Like, how big do you want to grow? Do you want to grow really big or a little bit bigger? But no matter what, at the end of the day, you can't do everything. You can't be the face. Yes. Everywhere at all times. And I've run into this recently, and which I want to touch on. And also I want to touch on, hopefully we can get all this covered. Petra's asking, and I know um, Petra makes beautiful handmade cards, and she's asking, Um, she's interested in knowing cost-free ways to market an art business, which we've talked a little bit about, like mm-hmm. blogging and keeping the word out there. But the other thing I've run into with my own thing, like, I'm starting to let other people teach my classes, that and is there's tough. there's a fear factor for me that a lot of people take the classes as strange as it sounds for me. Like I never really thought mm-hmm. that was going to be a situation. But they're like, can't you just clone yourself out? Why aren't you teaching the next class?
1: Yeah, because you you like you said branded branded the company under you and your personality so when someone wants to purchase they they want you they want the real thing right right <laughs> it's it's tough because I I considered hiring people to do house parties for me because that's that's a big part of my business is I do house parties and I do them myself and sometimes my sister helps me and I we're like a, a working machine she she knows exactly what my what my next move is going to be and um, we work really well together, and craft shows. My mom helps me a lot, and it, they can read what I'm going to do. They know me really well. But to hire someone that I I kind of know, and not really sure to put someone else's face on my on my business, I just couldn't do it. I considered it, and I I just it's my baby. <laughs> I've do spent so much would, time on it. Do you it. think you
0: would ever do it? Or I mean, and
1: I think I might get to a point I have to. Yeah. And, um. I think you can,
0: you can train people, get people to represent you the way you want to be represented. And that's yeah. what I'm learning. Again, it's about do you walk into the pool, do you dive off the, the diving board? At some point, you have to delegate and trust people to carry out your name, your brand, your legacy, and trust that they're going to represent you.
1: Yeah. It's
0: to, so that you can grow.
1: Yeah. And I'm such a micromanager. It's it's tough when you've spent so much time on a business to, building it I to know. hand it off and put someone else's face on it. But I guess you could you could train someone too. It's you just,
0: just have to kind of
1: jump off and
0: breathe. And you know what? If it goes bad, then you you know quickly retract.
1: Yeah, and I mean I for example like stores that carry my jewelry. There are stores that you know I've I've walked into thinking I might approach them about. Carrying my jewelry, and then I change my mind. You know, I'm not I'm not picky about who's selling The it. face that absolutely. that sells my jewelry, yes. I, I choose wisely when it comes to that. Because even though they, you know, that's then they're not necessarily representing my jewelry, but they are in a way. Yeah. And it, it's important to me to have a friendly face behind it.
0: A- absolutely, so I think you could actually get to a point where you could be comfortable with it. It's just picking and choosing.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: I've had people say, oh, let us let us sell your tickets for you. And I'm like, hmm, I'm just concerned about how you're going to represent us. So, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, you know, oh, you don't want to make more money? I'm like, well, I can make more money and then ultimately lose money. So, I would rather slowly make money than make money and lose money. Yeah. If that makes, makes any sense. Um, yeah. Any other suggestions for cost-free ways to market an arts-related business, in your opinion?
1: Yes. I am a firm believer (laughs) in, um, and some people aren't for it, but one, you have to have a good website. And this uh, this isn't a free one, but um, having a strong, good website is one of the most important things I think of when it comes to business marketing because you have a a network that's around you, the people that you meet every day and the people that those people meet, but your website is your face to the entire world. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a strong website, I mean, you have... I don't, I don't even know. It's like fractions of a second to get someone's attention yeah. to look at your website. And I don't know if you have Google Analytics on your website. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that is very interesting information.
0: If Google there's Analytics out, is, yeah. is, we if, did a Google show. I mean, that is amazing, an if, amazing tool.
1: If there's someone out there that doesn't have Google Analytics on your site, you need to get it because <laughs> it's kind of cool to look at. You'd be amazed at the things that people Google search to get to my <laughs> site. But um, that it's amazing to see the search engines
0: um, that lead them, yeah the referral sites. you know like for instance mm-hmm. for, our, for Uptown for our theater, one of our top sources is TripAdvisor. Huh. And there's only three reviews, two or three re- reviews on TripAdvisor. And we get so much I think That's great I think though. it's like 25 percent of our referrals to our site comes from TripAdvisor. Yeah So when you look at that, you're like, ah. People are really looking at TripAdvisor for reviews, so I should spend more time marketing marketing through TripAdvisor Mm -hmm. to continue to send traffic.
1: And Google Analytics is free, so Mm -hmm. that that is a free thing. Um, Also, Facebook, Facebook, Facebook is... Huge, and it can be time-consuming. You have to restrict your time, like you were saying before. What what happened to those two hours? <laughs> restrict your time on Facebook, but it's it's an extremely valuable tool to use. Mm-hmm. Um, have a fan page for your or a like page, whatever yeah. you want to call it, for your business is very important. Make sure it's set up correctly. You don't want to start a profile like you do for yourself yeah. as your business. That's the yeah. wrong way to do it. You don't want to have people have to request your friendship to right right like You. Um, Also, Twitter is is enormous. Mm -hmm. You can set up your Facebook to automatically tweet for you, and I will tell you a success story about Twitter because I I was kind of skeptical about Twitter when I first started it. But I have two stores in Rhode Island that carry my jewelry, and those two stores I can 100% track back to a tweet why I'm in those stores. So, Twitter has literally made me thousands of dollars. Wow! So if you think it's not worth it, think again. And it's again. free. <laughs> and it's, and free. it's free. Yeah, because I can literally track it back to that one tweet, and it wasn't a tweet that I made. It was one that I read from somebody else, and I took action on. Wow! So Twitter's definitely worth it.
0: That's awesome. Um, and you can get like you know it's it's a lot of work.
1: Yeah, everything's a lot of work, it's, and that's why I said, you know, I, I don't spend a majority of my time making jewelry because I'm doing these other things. But they are worth it in the end.
0: One thing I've, you know, one thing I've learned on, you know, again, we talked briefly, and we have to wrap it up soon, like very soon. Um, there's some point where you have to delegate, and you have to get people to help you. And as as an entrepreneur, you don't have money to pay people where you don't have a lot of money, it's like, what do you do to get people to help you? And I've been very, very fortunate that I have so many people in my life that want to help me.
4: Mm-hmm. That
0: say, what can I do to help yes, you? Yes, yes, I'm fortunate to
4: have that, And
0: too. sometimes it's like, God, there's so much, I don't know what to ask you to do, but there's a point where I'm like, okay, here. Yeah. Once I start writing down when I need, the floodgates open, and if I don't have money, I'm big into trade. So if I can't pay in cash... What can I give them that's of value to them? Is that something
1: that's an option to you, like to give jewelry to... Someone yeah. to
0: tweet for you. Yeah. You
1: know what I mean? Well, yeah. <laughs> the funny trade off I've had is that my beautiful website I can't take any credit for. My husband, Jonathan, made my made my site for me. He worked very hard on it. And I pay him in that's, coffee. I was gonna say that trade's gotta be expensive. As long as, as, <laughs> as long as he as long as he's working on my site, I have to bring him coffee. And that keeps him happy. And that's it? Yeah! Wow,
0: that's a pretty good deal.
1: Yes, yes,
0: I'm very fortunate. <laughs> my to my have costs that. are a little more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, um, uh, we were already given the high sign that it's time for us to uh, drink up our martinis and get out. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much for listening to the Martini Meeting today on Zeus Radio for hearwomentalk.com. And thank you, Meg, for being our co-host. And next week in the studio is Rada Herring, who will be my uh, special co-host. And we're going to talk about professional development. Are you investing in yourself as an entrepreneur to do things to better yourself? so that you can continue to be a good entrepreneur. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week on the Martini Meeting. Shake us out. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Jessica Dorvaj, host of the Where's My Guru show, and you are listening to Hear Women Talk Radio.
4: Five minutes.